I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to have a glass of wine or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know next to nothing about the drink we love to quaff, and that unbelievably there will be some types of vino out there we are not acquainted with. As we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to wine and drink along with us, whilst we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdicts if we're going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it, so you don't have to. It's definitely not just an excuse to drink a bottle of wine on a Monday night. (laughs) Heaven forbid. What are you clicking for? Can't normally click that well. What's the matter with you? Two of them. I might be clicking, might be sounding loud because I've got a microphone in front of me. Anyway. Oh, do you think it's because you've just drunk some really posh... Uh, English nice. bubbles that's giving me a nice flush and a nice bit of drunkenness yeah. as well. I'm wearing a bright red jumper in my face. You can't tell where the face and the jumper starts no, and ends. God. We just oh. had such a good, we had such a great chat with Arabella Weir. We drank a lovely champagne with her. Mm. We and the and the conversation went on really interesting in really interesting directions, didn't it? Quite serious. Sometimes, yeah, at points. Sometimes actually. quite serious. And yeah. but you know we got a drunken story. I mean, I, I get the impression there were a lot of drunken stories in there, but they were kind of there was an umbrella of oh I drank a lot in my yeah. youth. And oh, what I like, know. what I like about um, what Arabella was saying was, um, is that she's not given up on the booze. She's not. She's not decided that it's not for her anymore. And she, I mean, obviously she's not a, she hasn't got a problem, but she enjoys a drinky poo. And this is, there's far too many people in our lives, Sally, that have gone, no, no, I don't like being out of control anymore. I'm going to knock it on the head. No, we don't want that in our lives, Sally. We want, we love being out of control. Don't yeah. We? Just dancing to, yeah, dancing to Banana Rama and oh, just always. You know, I reckon a night out with Arabella would be a lot of fun. And like she in the said, flesh. she said that she wanted to meet us in the flesh. So I think that that's, should we book uh, a should we book a travel lodge again and go yeah, and see yeah, Arabella? Yeah. I think I'll put business in the section when they say what this is some um, hotel being booked for, business or leisure. I'll pop business in there as, again, yeah. shall I? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we'll have a night out with Arabella. Yeah, let's do that. 
let's do that. We actually but met first, her son. We met her son very oh, yes. briefly, but uh, we'll leave that to you to have a listen to. I wonder if he did have the halloumi or the tofu. Let's have a listen before we just keep waffling. Should we just go straight in and introduce our lovely guest, yes? Oh, yeah, let's do it. It's and Arabella I'll... Weir. Oh, hang on. Ooh, oh, oh beautifully timed. I like a champagne cork a-popping when someone oh. says my name. Well, it's you should... Either. You should demand it in future now. Even um, if it's even if it's you're at the doctor's surgery and they call you yeah. in, insist yeah. on, your, on a doctor's champagne surgery, popping. A and, yes, yeah, yes. pop. And next time you have a smear test, the sound of a cork popping yeah. afterwards. Exactly. Yeah, the, wrong, the other way. I'm pouring this. Ooh, would you tell like us. to tell the listener what um, what booze that you have insisted it's, it's we drink? English champagne, and I'm not a lover, usually, of, an, of a home-based wine. Yeah. Is, but this is particularly good. It's called Nye Timber. And as your viewers, viewers, listeners may or may not know, uh, rather cleverly, and I think it was in about the 1920s, the guys who were making champagne went, why don't we do a thing where no one's allowed to call anything else fizzy champagne? So they can produce any old, you know, revolting stuff uh, and go, but it's champagne. And so no one else in the world is allowed to call white, fizzy, liquid champagne. So this English Here's a champagne. It's called Nye Timber, as in New Year's Eve, N-Y-E, Timber. And it's really rather good. And it's not cheap, but it's very, very nice. And I think gives a very good run to some of the better champ- the better known champagnes. But it is a champagne. It's just not allowed to call itself a champagne. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plough on in. Cheers. Cheers, it, cheers it guys. Cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers, 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 cheers. Cheers. Is it sort of up there with... I would say well, I'll tell you, I'm trying. it's nicer than oh. Bollinger and Vertlicker. Oh, Arabella. Oh. National language skills there. Oh, I know. Vertlicker. From one who knows. Uh, what singles? Have you seen oh, Very yeah, nice. I've, Already I've got, very nice. And that's yeah. I've ruined the whole podcast by saying that because that is actually Ooh. the end of the podcast, but I cannot hold back. Yeah, that thanks. Is, very thanks nice. for coming. Faux champagne or champagne, mm. what, we're not allowed to say it, but so because we'll get a, I'll get a letter from Monsieur Champagne. You know him as well. I know I mean, him, yeah, I know him really well, Mr. Champagne. You really are yeah. in the right circles, aren't you? So, um, I was trying to see the colour of it, but I've, I've got a blue glass. So, is it a dark champagne, Sally? No, or it's is it very, very light? It's pale, very, yeah. very light. It's sort of Old man's piss colour. Great, lovely. That would be dark. It's, no, it's not as dark as that. It's a lot of uh, water. No, because it's a very, uh, that's one of the things I like about it. It's very unyellow. Um, it's very sort of watery looking, but my God, it tastes good. It's not, it's quite pear-y. Look at me on the food and wine show. But it's uh, It's not too, you know how champagne can be a bit sort of uh, acid. Mm. Re- mm-hmm. Yeah. Not at all. Very nice. You, you down a bottle of that, you'll be, you'll be thrilled. Oh, I'm thrilled already. Yeah. And where, oh. where did you, when did you discover this? Actually, a really old friend who I wrote a TV show I did a long time ago called Posh Nosh, a fake, a faux, a smooth cookery show. And, and one of the things, he wrote all the stuff where it was, it was Richard E. Grant and me, and it was a sort well, it was very much a piss take of all those, you know, if you're serious about this risotto, you will get your Bataga from Calgary. And you're thinking, Cagliari. And you're thinking... What? 
what's Bataga? Um, and who's in Sicily? Um, and so, uh, it, but he actually said to me, you've got to try this English champagne. It's absolutely wonderful. And I, it's quite expensive when it's normal. You know, it's like 37. I got it in Waitrose. It was sort of 36.99 or something like that. So it's up there with your Verve Clicos and your Bollingers. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and no, ta- import, no import taxes. So it's really good, that means, doesn't I, I, it? I, I Brexit, you see. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. She's read. What Lou's? No, you ruined it now, Sally. What Lou's done is she's read the box it came in. No, no, I never read the box. I just straight straight to the bottle. Tell us. I was going to pretend that I was knowledgeable because we're with Arabella and she's like knowledgeable. Yeah, you're like proper know what you're talking about. But I was going to wow you with the fact that that this comes. This was made in the Doomsday Book. Was oh, I might have misread that. <laughs> the estate was re- first recorded in the Doomsday Book. Thank you. I don't think the, the champagne was made. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't last that I don't long. I think it was it? mentioned, was it? Yes. Oh, we'll, we'll be mentioning our champagne in the Doomsday Book. In the Doomsday Book. Doomsday Book, because that's yes. So and it's got something about monks and Henry VIII. Arabella, hello. Hi. What was your drink of choice when you were training to drink, when you were a wee whippersnapper of a well, lot? when I was 15, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, definitely, and I was talking about this with a girlfriend the other day, we, you could pretty much get served anywhere mm-hmm. at 15 in London because the publicans just wanted, you know, it was long before everyone had trendied up pubs and stuff, and they just mm-hmm. wanted to trade. And there was, there was going to be no... You know, um, you know, you're not old enough. I mean, and also we very much fancied ourselves as, um, um, you know, looking older than we were. Uh, but it seems incredible to think of now. But we both, we used to think you couldn't arrive at the pub where all the boys and everybody you wanted to hang out with were, unless you were pissed. You had to be pissed to get there. I don't mean to travel there, but, you know, you had to arrive pissed because, of course, that was a great look. And <laughs> it was cider, pretty mm. much. It was never wine in those days. It was cider. Wine was an old person's drink. It was cider. And it wasn't spirits because we couldn't afford them. So it was cider and beer. You just mm. buy the cheapest. The, listen, anybody my age remembers Party 7s. So you'd buy big cans of sort of revolting beer or cider. No disrespect to Party 7, but it was pretty revolting. And you drink as much of it as you could before you get to the pub. That's right. At the pub, oh, God, it's so embarrassing to remember this. I'd get boys to buy me because I'd just started reading Raymond Chandler. Oh. And I would get boys to buy me a vodka gimlet. Oh. Oh. What's Uh, that? sophisticated and boys would buy you vodka gimlets which i think were can this be right 11p in the 70s does that sound right well maybe, maybe they were one shilling i can't remember so yeah it'd be a vodka gimlet and i'd have you know 12 13 of them in the pub <gasps> having arrived i know don't wow i'm scottish so there's that um and no disrespect to scots but you know i've got the jeans and uh Yes, I, there was many. And it was also it's a badge of honour. Because yeah. he would go, I'll buy you one. And then you'd go, well, what about a double? And then he'd go, yeah, all right. And then, yeah. But I mean, oh, my God, I used to get so drunk. I mean, I'm embarrassed to think about it now. And I'm terrified to think of my kids who are grown up, but, you know, doing the same thing. Because, of course, they're not probably drinking like I was drinking. And yet 
anything they do seems much worse than anything I did. Yeah. A gimlet, though, they is like a, a little... It's thing. lime juice. Ah. Either vodka or gin. Ah, but yes. Raymond Chandra, it's a vodka gimlet. Mm. Oh, I like that. I'll do that. Just, um, just vodka and lime juice there, not vodka, lime and soda, like what came... That was more 90s, wasn't it? Vodka, lime and soda. Just vodka and lime juice. That's quite concentrated, isn't it? It is quite concentrated. It's quite a short drink, but I don't yeah. think it was... No, I don't think there was any soda water in there. Oh, God, you're <laughs> hardcore. I'm afraid, yeah. yeah. And, and I didn't continue drinking like that throughout my teens and early adulthood. Uh, there was a lot of drinking. Which and was there were loads of drugs around. You know, it was the 70s, but I was, I was always much more interested in being drunk than I was in taking drugs, so... Where in London were you drinking back then? North London. Oh, it was the Freemasons Arms, now very trendy, in the incredibly expensive Hampstead, which again in the 70s didn't seem like, you know, it wasn't like, oh my God, it's in Hampstead. That's so, you know, that's so expensive. You know, things were more normal then. Um, it was pre oligarchs and all that, and um, pre reality television. And uh, so, yeah, it was the Freemasons Arms. And what was the other one we used to drink in? It was mainly the Freemasons' arm. There was a bit of the Bull and Last. Yeah, Bull and Gate, Kentish Town, but mainly the Freemasons. That's where you could get served if you were 15 years old. Wow. I used to go, I remember going to the pub when I was 15, George's Wine Bar in Oxford it was, and I went, I dropped this pound on the floor that I was going to buy my gin and tonic with, and the bar, I was so young, and the barman went, oh, dropped your pocket money, have you? Like that, and then I went, yeah, and then he still served me. He knew fully See? what, yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> They didn't care, did they? Outrageous. <laughs> they just needed the money behind the bar, didn't they? Exactly. I guess they weren't getting checked. You well, know, maybe, when... yeah, they weren't, you know, they wouldn't have police like they would now, people saying they were underage drinkers and then it being shut down. So no. it wasn't like it is now. Everything They'd get was... a little rap on the knuckles probably, wouldn't yeah. they, back then? And well, that would be it. Yeah. yeah. I had a little look on, about you on, on the line, Arabella. And you were born in San Francisco, is that correct? Yes, but entirely nothing to do with the heritage. Uh, my dad oh. was No. Oh. There isn't a, there isn't, I am exclusively Scottish. There isn't a single bit of either English or anything else in me. But my dad was working there. And so that, that you know. And oh. you just popped out there. Just and popped, I popped out. out. Well, I mean, he was working in America for a few years. So I think they'd gone to America knowing that she was pregnant with me, but I, I, my dad was a diplomat. There was no, well, we better go back to Britain. Right. You have to know that Sally has got these cats. They're not her cats, but she has to feed them dreamers. She's basically a cat stealer. So this will happen throughout the podcast. You'll hear some shaking. You shake. Yeah. Do you know, though, it's a very sad day because the cats are going today. Are you a big cat person? No, I'm, the, the, the owners are moving, like, literally today, any minute now. And one of them, and I was like, no, one of them's just in here, never mind. She but steals she's cats. I don't steal them, but they, they, I've known them for so many years. But also the little girl who lives next door, she's also moved today. So it's been quite a heart-wrenching day because they've been, all of them have been my pandemic friends. And the little girl's five, and she we just used to chat over the garden wall, and she's gone off today. And the cats are going today, and me and another neighbour are just, ah, everyone's leaving. And it's very sad. So I'm feeling a bit... Where are they going? They're only going down the road, but but that's not the point. I like the fact they just keep coming in and saying hello to me. That's How how do the cats get into your flat? I've got a cat flap. She's got a cat flap. Oh, you've got a cat flap. But have you got it for your own cat? No, I don't have a cat anymore. I did have a cat, but I've still got the cat flap. But they've been in my life for about four years. Did you shake like a bag of sweets to encourage the 
daughter from next door to come round and chat to you. <laughs> I like the, having them around, but I don't like the responsibility. No, she just went for the 70s option, Lou, of putting sweets in the bottom of her pocket and then asked the little girl to put her hand in. <laughs> Oh, I love old, that. Do you remember when the old gents used to do that? Like, do you want a sweet, darling? It's in the pocket. Why don't you get it out? And you think, why, why doesn't he get it out of his pocket? Why does he want me to put my hand into his pocket? <laughs> I wish they still did it. Oh, oh Sally, such lonely knew, times. That's when you knew where you were with you know, he asked you to get the sweets out of his pocket and you went, no, thank you, Ted, oh. or whatever it was called. <laughs> sweets out of the pocket. That's, That's so brilliant. I'm going to write that down. Um, there we go. So you trained on cider and beers. and Good then... training gigs, good staple training Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gigs, I think. Yeah. When did you discover champers then and, and nice wines? I think I probably didn't. I mean, you know, my dad would always get champagne out at Christmas and I think we'd be allowed, not when we were teenagers, but, you know, a kind of sip of a glass. But I think I really discovered sort of nice wine and champagne when I, I mean, without wishing to sound too sort of like, I don't know, whoever, um, when I got in show business. Mm. You know, when people would have champagne for first nights or to celebrate something, that whole kind of, I guess... The and it still feels like a flamboyant thing. To, you know, it is a very good way of marking that something is a bit special. Yeah. Even though champagne these days can cost less than good wine. Well, it can be just, ten pounds, can't it? In a exactly. in there's, there's always something a bit kind of wee. Um, so it was really, and then yeah, fine wines, working with older comics and always men and and actors, and then someone going, "Oh, I've got a lovely wine." In my um, pocket. In my pocket. <laughs> or as it happened, in my trailer. Uh, oh. Interested in booze as I was, I would often think, well, I bet I can go into the trailer and have a cup of glass of wine and not get myself felt up. Yeah. Um, or everything else. And sometimes I was wrong, sometimes I was right. Oh, lovely. Um, I think you won't find anybody my age who hasn't had at least 10 or 15 what are now known as Me Too experiences. 10 or 15, more like 50. I mean, it was just... You know, the hand on the leg. Well, hand on the leg or the wine that you come to. I mean, it was just a given. Come on, uh, Sally. Come on, Sally. Give us would, a cuddle. Uh, not that you would uh, agree necessarily, but it was no. a given that an older actor would try it on with you because I'm a, I think they just thought it was what de seigneur. You know, mm. it was their, their, you were young, pretty, and and it was their right. I mean, and what else? You know, why would you dream of saying no? Yeah. Uh, here I am, I'm this, I'm whoever who's been on the telly for X years. Why wouldn't you be delighted? Mm. And if you think about it in, you know, long-standing tradition, I am an older, less attractive, attractive man, but I have power and money. You will naturally want to be near me because you are young and pretty but have no power and no money. Mm. I can, or the conceit is, or at least the illusion is, and I can grease the wheels for you. I can make things happen for you. God, it's horrible, isn't it? Just horrible. But now it's all kind of, especially on the comedy circuit as well, isn't it, Sally, that it's kind of, there's like um, a HR department now that's been kind of... um, Grown, really, from people. Yeah, yeah. from lots of experiences. That's the thing about these these jobs. There isn't an HR department generally, is Uh, there? There isn't really with comedy. There's there's kind of the trying to establish a kind of group. Well, I think what I've noticed that's different, and I'm not on the circuit in the way that you guys are but 
what I've noticed that difference is even 10 years ago, if I'd go, that guy's just uh, said, I've got nice tits as I was walking onto stage. That's, that's fine, isn't it? People would go, oh, come on. He, I mean, you know, he was only having a laugh. Or, you know, I, you would be shamed for yeah. outing them for unacceptable yeah. behaviour. Now, I think the kind of the, the groundswell means that people will go, oh, he's a bit of a cheese ball. Mm. Yep, yeah, absolutely. They won't do the kind of, can you stop making such a fuss? It's yeah. not attractive. Yeah. And, you know, why, why are you embarrassing him? He was only trying to have a laugh. And so um, what? So what? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. do, you have got nice tits. What's the matter with you? Yeah. You know, I, I and although, because, you know, many younger people have said to me, well, why didn't you guys complain and stuff? And I went, who on earth do you think we'd have gone to? Yeah. Who yeah. on earth yeah. do you think there was no powerful woman or even a powerful bloke who would be immediately sympathetic with you? Your job was there was to not annoy more powerful, more famous actor than you, and to make things nice. And if it took you going, oh, you know, all right, <laughs> thanks a lot. No, I'm actually, I've got a boyfriend or, you know, whatever you said to get out of it. Yeah. It was not your job to go, sorry, that's bollocks and I'm not having it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and I think things, I think it's changed. I think we would now, at the very least, uh, publicly embarrass someone, even if it was in a, like, you know, doing a lineup and just go, well, that guy's just said that to me. Um, yeah. You've got to, though, haven't you? I think, like, God, about 10, 15 years ago, I sort of flagged up to my then agent that somebody had been inappropriate with me and inst- and we were with the same agent. And, um, and she, she uh, sacked me and kept him. So it was a bit like, oh, okay. All oh, right. So, so she there's... gave you the message pretty uh, loud and clear. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. So we don't talk about this then, right? Okay. So I, I've now lost my opportunities. Madeleine Albright, you know, the American Secretary of State, she said, uh, "There's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women." Mm. And yeah. uh, if you, if your agent was a, was it a woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, what the f is she doing? Not going. Oh, that's not on. But going, no, do you know what? I think I'll get rid of you and keep him. Well, he was the cash cow and I was just, you know, a subsidiary of whatever it was that she was trying to do. I I, just, I, I got that. I'm just saying, don't make it right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make it right. I don't anyway. Think it ha- I'd hope it wouldn't happen like that now. Well, it would. the agent would probably have to weigh up, if it was Lou, how vocal that person was going to be, how much jeopardy she was putting herself in by keeping him. Because, of course, it's usually, if he's done that with one young comic, he's going to do it with another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not just, well, that was just one girl. Mm. He's never like that ordinarily. Yeah, right. And then one yeah. person comes forward and it gives the other people the strength, doesn't it, to go, oh, actually. Exactly. That wasn't right what you did to me. And I've kind of put it to the back of my mind and it, or excused it, or made it seem as though it was all right. I am now appointing Lou head of HR. Oh, so while I'm, yeah, yes, yes, very good. Okay, very okay. Good. While I'm right. CEO, you're head of HR, so you can come to me with these, and I will, I will just. What am I, I a visiting consultant? She was saying. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm an capacity. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Yes. Hi, I'm a consultant. I'm in for the day. I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to tell you how it, how it should be. How we can improve. How we, what we're doing well. Yeah, all of that. And, and while you're doing that, Arabella, can you tell us some um, drunk stories of yours? Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. 
Dramatic Pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to. Oh, don't. No, do. <laughs> that's a great, that's the best start. Oh, yeah, God. I know, because, well, the fact is, and my son hasn't come home yet, I would say, and I'm not, I've had a lot of therapy, so I'm not saying this in either a proud or even an ashamed way. I'm just saying it. I would get so paralytic a lot of the time when I was a teenager and a young woman that I'd pretty much sleep with anyone. And I don't know. I mean, that makes it sound like, yeah, what a lad, S or whatever. I think I must have been desperate for attention. And I wasn't, you'll be surprised to hear, totally confident that boys would get off with me anyway. And now I know boys will get off with pretty much anyone if there's a bunk up in it. Um, so I'd get very drunk and then sleep with people and pretty much regret it. Not always, but quite a lot of the time. And then I resolved not to drink again. But um, <laughs> when I was, I remember I, two of my closest friends I met when I was 11 at, you know, the beginning of secondary school. And they're still two of my closest friends. And we were talking about this the other day. I'd get so drunk that I would try and sort of sleep in the street and get them to leave me. And, to this, it, you know, and then I'd go, no, it's, and just leave me. I'll be okay. Just so desperate to sort of lie down was I. And, um, what, and many times, well, on one time in particularly, I'm remembering, they d- literally dragged me down Archway Road because they wouldn't leave me there. And I remember begging them to leave me there and going, no, 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 it's fine. I was like 17, 16. I mean, I'm looking back and I'm thinking it's quite self-destructive behaviour, which I think it was. Um, but when it's all sort of dressed up as a bit of a laugh and everything. So I'm just saying there's quite a lot of now men, then boys around the North London area who... <laughs> can proudly say they've had a go on me, but and I'm going to say it's only because of eight vodka gimlets. Well, More than eight, I reckon. Yeah, but... um, quite a lot of puking, a lot of puking. Oh, God, um, yeah. You know, I wouldn't say that I'd fully got the brakes on now. No. Uh, I mean, I don't do eight vodka gimlets and lie on the street anymore, but I wouldn't say that I've ever... I haven't learned to drive the moderating vehicle. No. You're talking to two women that concur. We we uh, we had a, a session in London quite recently um, after a recording, and uh, we we got on the cocktails, and they're like sweets, aren't they? The cocktails are bonbons, aren't they? I mean, aren't they? they? Alcohol dressed up for children, isn't it? Yes. You just yeah. think it's a fruit juice. Yes. Well, there's anything alcoholic in this. And also oh champagne goodness. and vodka together as well, which is kind of, which is delicious, but lethal. If, if you get a little flavour, it's a twinkle, champagne, vodka and elderflower cordial, but you can have a champagne and raspberry vodka. You can, oh my God, it's so delicious, but mm. lethal. Of course it's lethal. Hang on a minute. Pause. Hello, my darling. Did you see my text? I'm doing a Zoom. <laughs> Wi-Fi's in there. Um, Just never mind. Let's not argue about it. Are you about to do something? Yeah, I'm about to do that. No, you have to wait for me. I need to. I'm going to the pub. Right. Can you hear all this? Right. Last thing. It's the tofu. How middle class is this? That's hilarious. You now. It's the tofu that needs cooking, not the halloumi. I'm going to make (laughs) stir fry. Yeah, yeah. Did I manage to mute you? No. 
heard all of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not the Halloumi. Before you nail me for being too white and middle class. Oh, he God, bought, no. He bought the tofu, not me. Who I think the it's the devil's spawn. What's his name and how old is he, please? Archie is 22. Yeah, he was objecting to me being in the kitchen. Right, as we were, girls, one of the jokes uh, I make in my show, which I will be talking about, my solo show, is that, and this is actually true, is that it was one of the things I was most pleased about when my daughter turned 18 was because I'm a single parent and I have been for about, God, 11 years or something. Although, sidebar, my ex-mother-in-law, Irish working class, said, all mothers are single mothers. (laughs) True. Yes, so one of the red letter days about her turning 18 was that I meant I finally had a Another adult in the house of legal drinking age. Great. Brilliant. Open a bottle of wine without feeling like, "Mm, next step, I'll be drinking white ice and living in the park. Because that's my big thing, you know. If I open a bottle of wine, will I sink the whole thing? Well, I mean, why not? Why not sink the whole thing? I mean, I've got, you know, then I've got cirrhosis. What was it called? Cirrhosis. Oh, cirrhosis. Yeah, you don't want to get that far. You want to just enjoy it. I don't want to be lying in the gutter. You're talking to two women who developed a podcast in a pandemic because we would to cover their alcohol problems. Reason? Yeah. Of of going. How do we have a drink every time we work? I've got it. Yeah, exactly. Or we do a podcast where we say to people, "Look, I'm afraid you're going to have to have a drink while you're doing this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, the the what we've had we've had soft drinks, haven't we, Sally? Sometimes people don't drink, and it's fine because drinking also is not as cool as it once. Well, I don't know if it was ever cool, but you know, it's sort of to to not drink is a real thing now in 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 the comedy world for sure. Like, yeah, but aren't those? Aren't they, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and go, I bet most of them are blokes. Isn't it a kind of badge of honour because I was a serious alcoholic and now I, I'm, you know, 13 days sober, 14 years sober, and you're not going, yeah. I think, um, people, you know. I think people are just so career careerists more now. Yeah. And they, it's the younger people that, co- that are coming through. You know, they didn't have vodka. They didn't have 12 vodka gimlets. Yeah, because no. who could have afforded it? My kids couldn't have afforded 15, you know, whatever it no. is, eight vodka gimlets. Yes, it's more expensive. But, of course, then they drink all that no disrespect to you don't send me a letter glenn vodka but you know those they all uh, teenagers basically drink like alcoholics like oh, do they like street no like street drinkers oh okay they drink little bod- bottles of this disgusting vodka called glenn which you literally only ever see in a teenager's handbag or in the bin in the local park i'm just going to write that oh, down glenn glenn nice cheap vodka um it also double up as a paint stripper um, you know, it's beautiful stuff. And um, yeah, it's Glenn's that, but no, teenagers. I'm not sure. I don't know anybody who thinks it's not cool to drink apart from recovering alcoholics. My my niece doesn't. She's 22. She's living with me at the moment. She, she'll have one glass and she'll, that'll, that'll be it. And I think, are you really related to me? Are you? She obviously knows what moderation means, which was never yes. my area either no, no you were on the street you were being pulled down the archway road weren't you pulled down archway road by sophie and sue oh good old sophie and sue i'm you're still mates with sophie and sue what we do arabella is we ask our listeners to send us a drunk story do i do that now lord do you want to read it out oh do you, I, I don't mind do you want to or shall i go on then yes. you do it you, i've you got it i've got, got it. it arabella this is a drunk story from what they call becky from the forest of dean Beautiful place. I went to my mate's New Year's Eve party with my then boyfriend. It was fancy dress. 
I went as Alice in Wonderland, and so did my boyfriend. Oh. We, had a, yeah, we hadn't been getting on very well, and he was driving me mad. Everything he did that night got on my nerves, and I decided, whilst pissed, that I didn't want to be with him anymore, and I decided to tell him that on the stroke of midnight. In my defence, I didn't know what the time was. I told him I wanted to split up and then everybody started counting down to the new year and we just stood in silence and I watched his mascara run as he cried his way into the new year. There you go. Thank you, Becky, from the Forest of Dean. Wow. Thank you for a really beautiful story. I ended with, and so I decided, because I felt so sorry for him, I thought I'd marry him. (laughs) <laughs> well we just we will never know but never, we know. Will never know what happens what i love is the fact that she watched his mascara run maybe he was thinking of a different direction maybe mm. and maybe she did him a massive favor exactly. we just don't know do we she pointed him in the right direction exactly if he's listening if he's listening um could he write in and let us know what happened next yes. wouldn't it be lovely to find out where he went i hope you know he could and having a marvelous time thank you very much yeah. Oh God, yes. I wonder if the uh, what if the best decisions. Have you ever found that you? I mean, this is famous, isn't it? You think you're being brilliant when you've had a couple of glasses, but the thing is, the really disarming thing is sometimes you're right. Mm. Sometimes you are better when you've had a couple of because it sort of frees you up in a way. Mm. I mean, I'm definitely bloody hilarious <laughs> uh, after a couple of drinks, and they're not so funny. Uh, you know, yeah. after three or four more. But there's a certain sweet spot where you go, oh my God, I'm being, I'm really on fire here. I mean, yeah. and that's, that's the appeal of it, isn't it? It kind of greases the wheels and you're going, yeah, come on. And then, uh, and then you're going, not so much. But how do you maintain that spot? That's the thing, isn't it? You've got yeah. to measure. Yeah. It's all about moderation, as I'm constantly being told. But, my, uh, my but then wheel- moderation is, yeah. is, is, is not, it's dull. No. It can be dull. Sorry. Mm. Go on, no, what? I was going to say, my wheels are so greased. That they are, they are really greased. That you um, I really have got greasy wheels. Greasy wheel on you. Uh, are you enjoying my tipple of choice? Oh my god! Very much so. Very it's, much so. Now listen, you're on tour, aren't you? I am. Feels like the longest tour of all time, but of course it wasn't. This was a tour I was about a third of the way through when the little heard about pandemic struck, uh, and then the dates I'm doing now are the ones that, uh, some extra uh. ones as well, but that, you know, that got delayed. And uh, the show is called Does My Mum Loom Big in This? Oh. oh. You see what I did there? Yes, oh, absolutely. You. I want to applaud you. Beautifully done. Yeah. yeah myself, that's poor show, isn't it? Look, no, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah. My mother, you won't be surprised to hear, has had, had an enormous influence in my life, but mainly negative. no. I would say almost exclusively negative. So it was her obsession with her need to be thin that made me come up with Does My Bum Look Big In This? And then that's why I wrote this show to talk about how, yeah, mother's influences. She used to say, you don't need to eat because you're fat. (gasps) Oh, ow. And you clearly, no, I I never understood the logic was, you've obviously eaten enough already, you know, that the bag is already full. Why would you be eating any more? Well, I'm hungry. And she'd say, good. It's good for you. Oh, my God. It's good for you. Eating is bad. Anyway, so this show is sort of, I think it's quite shocking, people say, in parts, but it's also pretty funny. My mum, lover, she would say to me, 
oh, why are you eating that? I thought you were on a diet. Yeah. And I wouldn't, we I would never. Mince pie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, don't. Oh, no, don't. Oh, leave that yogurt. That's Louise's. And, and it's, and that's, and then my, even, I think that comes from her parents as well, because my nan, her mum, we'd sort of meet up for lunch occasionally. Uh, and uh, my nan, there was one particular date, my nan sang a chorus as we walked into the, the restaurant. She sang a chorus of, oh, chubby, 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 chubby. And it, like really loudly as I was walking into the restaurant and I had to sit down and my mum went, oh, she don't know what she's talking about. She's got Alzheimer's. And I thought, well, that's not stopped her eyesight, has it? <laughs> so that thing when they kind of put it on you, and then I, I've got weird eating habits anyway. I always have, but that that that's does really come. From, yeah, but that's like it, that's the other great thing about the Me Too movement. You're both younger than me, and so a lot of those actresses that have come out in the Me Too movement, you know, the the really famous ones who've talked about it, are younger than even you guys. It is. What have most women worldwide, whatever their culture, been taught? Make it nice for men. Mm. Be pleasing. Be pretty to look at. And let's face it, uh, you know, be, be slim, attractive. Do not, because I also think the fatness is a, an issue of don't, there can't be too much of you. Mm. you know, mm. Man's got to be his opinions. He'll, you know, he'll only give you a bad time if you, if you talk over him or if you're more successful than him or whatever. And it's, we're only just, just, just. I think breaking the kind of, no, if he doesn't like it, he can fuck off. I think it's, there's a whole groundswell of change now, not going, just be nice. Mm, yeah, I remember my first boyfriend sort of saying things like, oh, you'd be you'd be much better looking if you just lost it. You don't know, you say, you don't need to lose weight. You just need to tone up a bit, don't you? Yeah. And you know, do you know what you need to do? You need to fuck off. Yeah, now. <laughs> yes. But at the time, you just, I sort of put up with it in front of way of losing some weight. Let's get rid of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. You, yeah. Shifted yeah. a whole ton of shit. Oh. It's when that when blokes just have that because I had that before when um uh, I was at this party. And I didn't know this man, and he came up to me and he said, "You'd be really pretty if you just lost weight." Yeah. And, and so that was like just under 30 years ago and I still remember it I know exactly where I was standing I know the house I was in I know exactly what he was wearing but the joke being if I told you that story about any woman everyone would go what's she mad mm. I mean imagine yeah. any one of us going up to a guy going do you know what you had a bigger <laughs> cock you'd be great <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean like they go what's she crazy the entitlement, the world that he comes from, in that he's just sharing with you his opinion. I mean, it's just, it's just, he's yeah. it's sort of helping you out. Really. Poor guy, poor it. guy. Yeah. Just sort of, you know, just... What did he do? He just said, you know, she would be, she lost a bit of weight, she would be prettier. Mm. And, you know, she could get a prize like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friend Robin, who's brilliant, and she, I remember her saying to him, like, years ago, maybe 20 years ago, when he was boring her at a party, she just went, gonna have to stop you there. Not interested. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed so much because it just wasn't that and sort of thing. Wasn't know, what are you, a lesser? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that, yeah. She didn't tell me the end of the story. Actually, thinking about it, yeah. What's I, wrong with I, her? Trust me, he doesn't remember where he was when a woman said that to him no. at the party or what she was wearing. <laughs> he was going to go because not very few women will ever have said anything like that to no. him. But they will now. Nice. She's trying to be nice, trying to make boys like her. Yeah, she's making me laugh. That's what she's doing. She's coming at me with that angle. Laughter, yeah. We um, make a cocktail for the listener. 
I'm not going to let you make a cocktail. No, not make one. Describe one. Not with that champagne, you're not. No. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, not as make one. Girls, as you were. We made um, one for the listener, um, which was Becky, don't we? But Alice in Wonderland, we can put it in a big cup, can't we? Oh, well, what should we call it then? The Mad um, Hatter. We'll call the it the Mad, Mad Hatter. Hatter. Yes, yeah. because she was a Mad Hatter. And I wonder what she was drinking to make it. She got her... rid of her husband, something, maybe gin. Is, is there... Um... A bit more pleasant. Mm, is there a drink that gives you clarity? Maybe a, a Jaeger bomb or something like that wakes you up, doesn't it? That gives you chlamydia, not clarity. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, no, why not? I know a good one that's very much a sort of child's drink dressed up as a, as a cocktail, a sea breeze. Yeah. There you go. Pineapple vodka, is that right? Um, that yeah. cranberry will sort out any potential cystitis from shagging oh, somebody else. Vaginal issues, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we call the drink urinary, urinary tract? Brilliant. I'm, I'm do a cranberry. cock expert, I'm not a cocktail expert. Oh, oh. <laughs> the cocktail we make for you, Arabella, you've already named. It's called cock expert. Yes. Yes. If I don't get a job in a cocktail bar with my cock expert and my urinary tract, <laughs> I think for Arabella's cocktail, it's got to have something creamy in it for the jizz. It's got to have like a Bailey's. It's got to be off colour. No, I don't like. I no. do not like cream in drinks. Well, I'm sorry, it's not your choice because <laughs> nobody really likes cream up them, do they? But do you know what? You've really just. What about a bit of Kahlua? Maybe a bit of Kahlua. Uh... Daniel, what's, you your, what's your favourite spirits then? If we were going to put spirits in a, in in a cock, cock expert, expert. Vodka. 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 vodka, vodka, vodka and vodka, vodka and vodka, and then some more vodka, vodka and some vodka. There you go. So three shots of vodka we've got so, so far. Yeah, that's maraschino cherries. Yes, yes. No, just vodka and lime. Let's go vodka and lime. Yeah, there you go. There's some maraschino cherries in there as well. Now, Arabella, we have our penultimate question for you. Let's imagine that Arabella Weir has a spittoon in front of her, okay? And in that spittoon, it's got the shrapnel from somebody else's offcasts of their booze. Whose spittoon, Arabella Weir, would you drink? I'd drink David Tennant's spittoon. Oh, okay. Ooh, Reasons? Reasons? Yeah. Because I know him very well. Oh, you, you can trust that mouth. You can trust, you can trust it. I can trust the mouth swell, as they call mm. it. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I know I'm doing that. All my children's. But no, actually, I think probably prefer David's because, you know, nicer wine. David and I like the same sort of wine. And Great. I like with his spittoon. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been bloody marvellous to chat to. Very nice to meet you. I hope I meet you in the flesh. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with what you thought about the wines that we've tried, recommendations of your own, or feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we're at at Lou and Sally. Facebook is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at Spit or Swallow Podcast 34, that's the number 34, at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash Spit or Swallow Podcast. Thanks to Audio Boom for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were laying on the horn while driving, let me say it again. Are you a race car driver? Because if you are, you're in the wrong car and you took a wrong turn off the track a while ago. And all those cars you're trying to pass all save money with Progressive Snapshot, while you probably don't. So who's really winning? 
<laughs> and if you did hear it the first time, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money. But it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, just wanted to remind you of that time your kicker missed the extra point and lost the game. Even though he literally never missed an extra point, he chose this playoff game to miss. Yeah, I just noticed you hadn't thought about that in a bit. Wouldn't want you to miss, you know, thinking about it. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried, or recommendations of your own, or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye. Bye.